uh, to, to really reveal like all of the things, all the parts of you that are at work uh, so that then you get more options to choose from so that then it's not reactivity so that it's not just the automatisms, the defense mechanisms um, that you know of that are acting and you actually can do a conscious choice. So I did an emotional healing process this morning. I was in emotional reactivity last night and, and this morning I did an emotional healing process and I'm, I actually have next steps for a next emotional healing process. And so I wanna ask the question to the group, have you been, raise your hand if you've been doing emotional healing processes in the last week? You mean on the possibility teams or generally? So the emotional healing processes in the last week about uh, the things that come up that have been coming up uh, with those rage club space holder training. Okay. okay. I'd like to hear a few people experiences of their emotional healing process. So what, what Be new has come up? Just Go before um, there's some sharings, I noticed it was about half. I think of the of the people who've done emotional healing process, and I cannot emphasize how necessary these emotional healing processes are. Yes, we need to build matrix in terms of deepening our context. Yes, there's some skills to practice, but so much of our block as being space holders, trainers, holding space for transformational space is the blocks are emotional re reaction. And it's really, it's, it is not bad having an emotion. I, this morning I was, I had a, an hour and a half emotional healing process about a past life. And it has completely, it had to do with space holding and being in a team. And, it ha and now I can see like looking back how much that has played out in my space holding. And I've, and it's like, okay, there's no need to have regret of not having done the emotional healing processes sooner because I did it as soon as, the, as I had clarity about the reaction. But there are, we have been wounded in so many ways. In this life, in, in five bodies, we've had physical, psychological, and energetic, emotional abuse, archetypal abuse, whatever, emotional abuse. And each of those abuse has you know, created um, a crack, like a form of a, of a wound that, that stops us, that really has a, a powerful force to shape our being in a way that holding space then becomes impossible. Like it, it blocks us to hold space in or to for the space to have a more aliveness, more quality, more dangerousness, more edginess, more crispness. So I would ask, even if you have a sense, God, I, I, I don't have an emotional, any emotional reaction. Like how many people have a sense that you don't have any emotional reactivity? Okay. <laughs> okay. So instead it's like, who here has uh, an emotional fear that they're going to do something wrong if they hold space for a rage club? There's like, there might, their fear of failing. Okay. There you go. You have already feel for one uh, that, that you might be ridiculed or that you, 
that something might happen to you if you put yourself out there as a person who holds space for others, that you might get shot or that you might be called out. Okay, another emotional healing process. So fear of saying dangerous things, dangerous things uh, that, that just really question the status quo. Okay, and it's not, thank you. And so this is not just about fear, okay? But fear is one that really um, can be a, a very good compass to, for you to guys to find the, the next emotional healing process if you don't know what it is. And like, as when, when Chloe is saying, then you have that emotional fear holding the space and then the space is frozen. Space is, is um, thick. It, has, it doesn't have possibility for transformation because guess who's holding the space? It's the trauma, it's the fear. It's the old belief, it's the old decisions. So get, get lighter, get space in you so that you can have space for holding. Yeah. So Lisa, now that there's just been a little water under the bridge, I would like to ask you if you would do the, the emotional healing process about the reactivity that you had in our exchange. Um, no, thank you. I don't want to go down that path right now. How is it going for you? Right now, I am focused on a lot of things with my team and in lots of parts of my life. And there are some places I have energy for and others that I don't. And I need to respect the space of what my body's able to tolerate and accomplish and has the energy for right now. I'm suspicious that a lot of our exhaustion has to do with not going through emotional healing process and trying to manage our emotions. I, so am, I have to let you know that I have some physiological issues that I don't think you're aware of. And I have to respect the physical situation with my body. Um, so I, I would appreciate just my space around my physical body being respected and my understanding of my own energetic system. I don't feel that here. Lisa, it sounds like, it looks like you're feeling something. and. I'd, yes, I'm feeling sad and I'm feeling angry because? about it yeah, because well, I don't feel seen. I feel being pushed into doing something that I don't want to do. And I have a lot of energy and work where I do want to put and channel it. And there are other places I don't. And I get to make that choice. I'm not inviting you to make that choice for me. I invite your feedback. I appreciate it. And I appreciate your reaching out about it. And I also reserve my energy to deliver it the ways for myself that I need and see fit. This is my center. And I don't mean it as a gremlin defensive box strategy. I mean it out of just deep respect for keeping my center. 
Thank you. Thank you, Lisa. I would just have, and you don't have to answer this question, but it, what, what can I do? Or oh, please give me possibilities about how can I see you better if I, if I haven't seen you? I would appreciate uh, a softness from you. I need more softness in my life and feedback in that space between us. I don't feel it. And I don't feel safe sharing with you. My, my, then my question is, how, how can I make it safe? How can you make it safe? I, I would like less aggression to feel safe. I would feel safer with less aggression. Okay, I, and you. That's how it feels in my system. Okay, I'm hearing you, that you would want less aggression and more softness in our interactions. Yes. Okay. Lisa, one more thing. I would like to hear what is the difference for you between aggression and clarity? Um, uh, clarity is an integrated energy with a strong feeling of love for me in my system. Not necessarily love directed at me, but love generally. And it has warmth in it. And it has compassion at the same time that it comes with a lot of strength. And it is, it is respectful of its own unknowing rather than a commitment to its certainty and force feeding that on someone else. Thank that you. is a huge difference. Thank you, Lisa. Thank you, Lisa. This is this is a, a, a an actually a really great um, move into feedback, and because we in the in the group in the Telegram group, we gave a lot of feedback to each other about the videos. And I would like to take, you know, almost this invitation of distinguishing what is the purpose of your feedback? What, can, you, can you look at the feedback that you've given and received or that has been given and received in the Telegram group and start scanning, start sensing the purpose, the different purposes that are in the feedback? When is the feedback about bringing uh, this is right, this is wrong. You are right and or you are wrong. What is it for criticizing or for praising? And both praising and criticizing are forms of manipulation so that the person keeps doing this and stops doing that. 
And it's not really about appreciating the, the being and the qualities there. So when is it about criticizing, about changing the person to better fit an idea? And when is feedback about being an, at their side, calling the, the, the being that you see in them, calling them out, calling them to be present in the space, calling them to, to reveal themselves, to, to be the greater than, than even the, they see themselves to be. So checking the purpose of your feedback is, is going to be very important if you're going to space, hold space and if you're going to be in a team. And I wanted to tell you this because in the first years of, of my work in possibility management, uh, I learned feedback I, I, I actually did not learn feedback very well. I learned it and practiced it with people who were using feedback as a, as a weapon, as a weapon for control and um, that I, I, I gave it a name to this. I, I called it death by clarity. So as a way to destroy the other person or being right or being on top. So much so that I had an undoing of of this way of, of, of doing clear, of, of, of giving feedback. And I have been finding my own way of exactly how, why am I giving feedback to this person? Is it because I think they should do it differently? Or is it because I, I love them so much, I see them so much that I really want, to, want them to come out more? So this is the question that I'd like you to have for the next, for the rest of the two weeks about your feedback and the feedback of other people. Tristan, do you want to say anything about this? Yeah, something for me is also about how you receive feedback. So in this culture of being a trainer in the context of possibility management, in, in the context of radical responsibility, is not just about how you, how you offer, but how you choose to receive. So there's gold in, in every feedback, and it can be, but it can be mixed with purposes so when you receive feedback from others might have also i don't know this example or you said lisa like uh, aggression or um control or like a teaching energy and you can choose also how which gold you receive from it so also put some attention there and and and, and be in your muscle to give feedback to the feedback you know, to, to go on the side of your of your team who's who who makes this um, this offer because you put yourself in a vulnerable space by giving feedback as well. I want to say that I really appreciate the aliveness of this Telegram group, and and really this like cross pollinating of feedback, and um, I've heard from some some people that it can. It is overwhelming. It is a ride. You don't need to read everything. You don't need, it's, it's a space. It has energy. You can get fed by it. And if you have, you know, like a sense of God, I'm, I'm not doing enough. I'm not committed enough. I'm not, those are all keys for emotional healing processes. So it's, it is this, mm -hmm. the, the, the power of a multidimensional space that it, it opens many, many of our edges, like many of our 
emotions can be bubbled to the surface, fantastic. They're, they're really gateways for a new future. And I want to appreciate that because what also Tristan said about giving feedback is also being vulnerable. It is putting yourself at the edge. That's how, that is the a, a quality feedback is you're, you're committing to the other person's commitment. You are committing to this person that you want them to succeed and that makes you vulnerable. So this will be one of the practices, Tristan will also write it in the, in the Telegram group for the next week is notice or your job will be to commit to other people's to commitment. To other people. uh, Bukit, I'm just going to mute you as, a, as an echo. And so it's not about what you think they're committed to or what you want them to be committed to is what are they committed to and how can you fully, completely, without um, resistance, fully commit to their commitment? And how does that show up? How does that show up with, of your commitment committing to other people? Because this is, as a space holder, this is what you do. This is the stand that you have to take is, there's a bunch of people in your space. They have a particular commitment. And your job is to commit to that. So of course, people have parts, we have parts, and those parts have different commitments. You know what I'm talking about. You have different parts and those yes. parts have different, committed to different things. And sometimes those things are in conflict with each other, which is like the box is, I wanna be safe. And the being is, where do I play? I mean like that, the archetypal lineages, um, where can I speak? Like, who can I transform, who can I, take on a journey. And then the child is, I want to be seen, I want to be taken care of, whatever. So you, you, it's also about noticing this commitment. And then this is a personal, like a personal choice is, if I have to choose like which commitment I'm committing to, I, also, I would have to choose. I, I often choose like the part that I want to see come alive. So either that, so, you know, in this, I like basically here in this space, I'm committing to the, the space holder part of you, the trainer part of you. And that's the part that I'm talking to, committing to, giving feedback to, for that part to have space and, and be like come alive. And sometimes I've been in coachings where <clears throat> more than 51% of the, the majority vote, that's how I call it, the majority vote that person is committed to safety, not transformation, um, wanting to be fixed. And I, and, I, and I still commit to that. I'm like, you don't want to change? I commit to that. How can I help you not change? How can I help you not transform? Because that's the majority, majority vote happening there. And I, I just want to say that's, it, it is an exception. Because if people are talking to me, even if that's what they give me as the show, if they're talking to me, there's really that there's something else that they want to they wanna see come alive in their life. But it happens. And I mean, uh, I don't know how many people have seen Martina's video, but it's sort of what was happening with Martina and Gilinder. It was like, Gilinder's committed to, to this thing, to her life, to her comfort, to, and, and, one of the possibilities is to commit completely to that. 
and to see how the, that relationship unfolds. It's, it's like an experiment, it's a choice, yeah. And Chloe, you kind of answered it, but that was a question I had is why, why what would the purpose be behind committing to a commitment like staying the same or not changing or anti-transformation or something like that? What's the purpose behind that experiment? Respect. Respect for people's choice, life choice. And that transformation is not better than no transformation. But if somebody comes to me and say, I want transformation, I come to your work, to, you know, I come to your space, then, then even if the thing is fighting me, like the box is fighting me, I'm going to keep talking to the other thing. So it really kind of depends on, on the situation. And yeah, one other question. Do you, for, do you always commit to the part of them that speaks? The part that says, I want transformation, but then their box shows up, or the part that says, I don't want transformation, but then their archetypal lineage shows up? You use the word always, which is a fake word, and it doesn't really exist in reality. So could you ask your question again and without the always? How, yes. How do you make your decision about whether you commit to what someone is asking for with their mouth or asking for with a different body? I'm going to, I hope you never leave that question. I will not answer it. Yeah, it is. Yeah, experimentation, exper experience, and, 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 and also a lot of like your archetypal lineage, your being, your connection with that person, your commitment to that person, so a lot of things. Yeah. And it's, it's a choice. So you see the results. It's a choice to commit and then to change your mind. And so there's, uh, I just wanted to, to say, because there's this idea in, in communities or uh, communities of practice where it's about transformation and healing that that is better or that is, that is desirable for everyone. And so if you don't commit to that person's transformation, you're basically not a good transformational agent. And so for, to, really, to really not, um, to try not to fall in the trap of trying to change people against their will. So to, to make that experimentation and that is your personal choice, not, not a duty or an obligation, but your free choice of committing. Cool. Anything else about this? Yeah, Christina. I would like to add something. Um, because it's, it's, this is also the difference if I'm committed to healing, because then it's about the other person, then I'm committed to healing. And it's the choice, it's the path of the person, how this will happen. Or if I stay there and say, I am a healer, if I say that, then it's about me and not about the person again, because then this, this sentence or this substantive had, has the possibility in it that I can also 
choose the path or manipulate the path because I have to fulfill this uh, statement and then it's not about healing anymore. Thank you, Christine. For Marx, for Marx the space holding comes with a certain level of humbleness of like, you know, we see the higher potential on one hand, but we, and we hold it for them to reach it and we inspire, but we can't force or push anybody to go there. And we are humble to David, can sort I, of David, can I interrupt you? You can. Thank you. I would have, I would ask you to change from we to, to I. True. To speak in I. And there's a way that you talk about concept, like space holding is about humbleness or, and it's, uh, I don't know how to exp maybe explain it a different way, but if you say I and let, let it come from your own experience instead from the concept of it has to be like that. Because I was just delivering a, an initiation to Phyllis the other day and I say, be fucking arrogant. You know, and Phyllis needs to be arrogant. And so the concept of space holding is humble will get in the way, for example, of, of Phyllis holding space. But if you bring it from your own experience, what is it that you're trying to bring? So I, I, I hear you and thank you for correcting me about the we and I. So from my experience, there's a part of humbleness that I feel is important as we come to holding space. Humbleness knowing that, and, and I see the higher aspect of the impossibility. And at the same time, I, I'm not there and I, I will not force anything to happen because the hum, that's where the humbleness know that I don't know the full meaning of healing and how it, should, how it should happen. The first thing, the humbleness is to allow things to evolve for me, how they should evolve, still seeing the high aspiration, but allow it to be in rhythm and in the dance of the holding space and of the healing process it's larger than myself or the group or the person that I'm working with. David, I want to give you another experiment to try this again. It's yeah. about when, in terms of a, what, has, what I found has force in a space is about making distinction. Distinction brings clarity, clarity brings power. And your distinction was not clear to me. I don't know if it was clear to anybody or whatever. But I would like to hear, can you make, can you say what you wanted to say and make a distinction of when you do this, this is the result. And when, and with this, this is the result. That would be a distinction. I, I, I hear you. And the distinction is that like holding space is a dance. There's no, for me, there's not always a rule of thumb that this is what needs to happen in any situation. It's a dance where you open yourself up and you stay open to the situation. Can you say I? And you, I, I open up to the situation. I open up to the space and I dance along. I am not there to force, but as dancing, you know, you adjust to the situation. I adjust to the situation. There's, there's not exact rule of thumb. There's not, for me, when this happened, this is what I do. There's always listening on all levels and responding to what is showing up. 
Thank you. I think there's a, there could be a, a, a question, uh, maybe not just for David, but for uh, many people in this group to, to maybe to ponder, to make some space in you about what is the difference between a distinction and a rule. Okay, so, and, and to see um, what is, a distinct, what is the, the difference between a formula and, and a distinction, or how, how do you make distinctions into rules? Uh, as you are going to space hold, or is there you holding space for other people and you want, if you want to bring clarity into the space, I need to bring this, um, yeah, this, clair this experiential clarity in you so that if you are landing uh, an exercise, if you are or presenting something new, if you're setting context, then it comes in as a as a clear um, as as a new possibility into the space, and not as a this is how it is, this is how it has to be. So this is also the power of distinctions. We will be practicing this. Oh, yeah. Tristan, you want to say something? Yes, one more thing about distinctions, because there's a. There's a distinction between distinction and opinion, and it comes from a different place. And so I, I was feeling into what, what moved in me when you started speaking, David, and you started with, you started with, this is my opinion, and it opened the space for a, a discussion and a, um, a sharing of opinions. This is how it felt for me. And this is a much less dangerous than bringing then bringing your distinction and, and, and seeing how it lands in people, what, what it moves in people, and, and, then, and, then, and then practicing it. So bringing the, the, the information of the distinction into experiential reality. Thank you. Well, I have to say something. Mm -hmm. Lisa was uh, uh, made a distinction between uh, aggression and clarity about unclawy uh, action words, and uh, I would ask you, unclawy, to refer to this because, like, it just stayed there, and uh, Vera just just took the voice as kind of went to different direction. And I, I feel, I, all, I also feel it was too strong. It was too aggressive. It was not necessary. And I feel angry about that because like, I, I don't feel this kind of, uh, your response is uh, fuck you, is not needed to the space, you know? It's, that's my feeling. So I would ask you to refer to how do you feel where is the boundary be be between respect, uh, clarity, and aggression? I'm feeling scared about your question because I, your question put me in a, in a situation where I have to defend my actions. And this is probably the, the scariest place as a space holder is when the whole team turns on you. 
And this is probably one of our biggest fear. When, when the people who you're holding space for said, you did wrong and will burn you. And it's, I'm, I'm not saying that that is what's happening, but it's, it happens really fast. And maybe you've been in spaces like that. Maybe you've been even in that position before. And I'm suspicious, Yaku, because we had this conversation before and you had a, a very similar anger before, then that your question comes from an emotional place. And so the purpose, yes, yes. I'm, then I'm, I'm ha I would have a I'm question about I'm... our purpose. Yeah, I mean, my question comes from the place. Uh, if, if the space holder that uh, from the space that I'm part of uh, is the authority or is the tyrant, you know? If the space holder can question uh, herself in front of the group, has courage for it or, or say sorry, for example, you know, maybe it was too much, maybe, or ask, or, or a space holder can ask for feedback, uh, ask the group for a feedback, like, hey, uh, how does it feel like, you know? Maybe I did something too, too strong, but because when I don't feel this, this uh, quality from the space holder, it doesn't feel authentic. I feel like, you know, it's like part of me wants to follow, but another part of me is like, really? Like, is, is that truth? Is that, is that like, is that this person really quest, is, is really ready to question uh, himself, herself, yeah? And that's the question I, I'm asking myself when I, when I create the space, you know? Where so, does it come from? Wait, oh, I think Farida had her hand up for a while. Oh, yeah. Go yeah, I, I just want to say how it was for me. Um, I hope it's not savior thing, <laughs> <laughs> saving or something. Now, for me, it was, um, I felt it like an opportunity and Chloe gave. And for me, it was not a pressure thing to do it right now. The second question was from, as I understood, are you willing to do this emotional healing process? And I had the feeling Lisa understood she should do it right now. And for me, it was not the question to do it right now. It was just a question, an opportunity. And there was no aggression in it for me. Yeah, I, had, I wanted to say that. We can't hear you, Phyllis, somehow. Hmm? No, I'm talking to Phyllis, she's moving her lips. You're, you're muted. There we go. You have to speak louder, I think, into the microphone. Uh, I said thank you. I had the same response that I felt that Lisa misinterpreted the. the uh, Just as a logistical thing, Phyllis, we can't hear you so well. Maybe you need to log out or log back in or move something in front of your microphone, but it'd be better if we could hear you. Hey, I'm. 
I am scared right now that the space is uh, going into opinions of how this experience or this interaction has been. And I want to just ask Lisa, do you need, like, are you in need of something about an, the interaction that you had with Aunt Chloe? Uh, not in this space. Um, I'm open to it in another space. I feel like it's hijacking the situation here. And I um, would like to move on. I came here for another reason. Thank you. Will so, you, if you need it. another space, will you um, ask for it? Yes, I will do that. Thank you. Jakob, is there anything that you need about this that you have a clear request for? Yeah, I mean, I stay with my uh, request to Aunt Chloe to refer to distinction between clarity and aggression. That's, sure, ask, that's what I need. Yeah. The, the answer Chloe? is very simple. Yeah, go. Aggression is gremlin and clarity is um, a bright principle. And Chloe, could you say what it looks like instead of saying gremlin and bright principle in this space, please? Like, to, what does it look like, a gremlin versus bright principle? Aggression is, aggression. Aggression is a mixed, I mean, it's a mixed feeling between anger and fear that has the purpose of scaring or destroying or, I mean, I guess, I mean, that's how I experience aggression is that somebody's trying to scare me or, or, or dominate me or through, through its anger when, but it's actually powered with fear. Like the anger is powered with fear and clarity is a bright principle. And it's, it is mostly powered with anger, with conscious anger. And how do you notice in a space that one is happening or the other? Purpose. I, I can notice purpose. Yeah. And I, mm, okay, this is me trying something, um, maybe radical honesty that I don't, let's say it is this experiment of I'm trying something different that was asked for in the study group last night. And to be radically honest that I used to believe other people's feedback about me more than my own guts. And I have worked really hard to be clear about my purpose and To be okay if that is disturbing for others, that my behavior is disturbing for others. And I have taken a stand to not be less authentically myself, even if it's disturbing for others, even as a space holder. I am okay losing clients. I, I, and I'm okay saying I'm sorry. This was my question to Lisa saying, how have I not seen you? was a way of apologizing. Please give me possibility about how can I see you better? How can I connect with you better? Which I have done with you also, Jakub. 
and that is a, and is it a, it's, it's a true and authentic question related to my commitment to your commitment. So now I'm, I'm hearing from Lisa that she needs a soft and safe, warm space. Okay, I didn't know that. I did not know that before. And that assuming that I'd know that before is a fantasy world. I do not know the way you wanna be received. I do not know the way you wanna learn. You have seen me in spaces. You have seen me speak and move. And my, my like starting point with that, and, and also Tristan and Vera, my starting point is there is something in that that was attracting you. Okay, I can deliver that. I can be that. If you want a different kind of space holding, that is fine. There are lots of trainers, excellent trainers, excellent trainer trainers. I want to bring just another thing, which is there's a, um, a distinction that we do in possibility management, which is the, the difference between a feeling and an emotion. So I'm going to bring it here, even though most of you know, a feeling is some, one of the four feelings, anger, sadness, fear, or joy, and is, belongs in the present. Something happened in the present and you feel it, and it lasts about two, three minutes. And after two, three minutes, it disappears. It's handled, that means it does its work, gives you information, or you use it, and it goes away. If that feeling, anger, sadness, fear, or joy, stays for longer than three minutes, it is not actually a feeling. We call that an emotion, and we distinguish it because it has a different purpose, and you do different things with it. So if any of you are feeling something about any of this for longer than two or three minutes, it is an emotion and it's not to be handled here. It's really to go through an emotional healing process. It's not about shaming. It's great. It's just you don't use a fork to eat soup. It is not the most appropriate tool. You might use a spoon rather than a fork. So an emotion is better used for going through a healing process to bring more of yourself out there and out into the, in the world. So there is, I, what I can sense is there is also this potential for uh, an emotional, um, emotions being here in the space. And I want to remember, remind everyone, if you're having an emotion, there you go. You have your three cell go through an emotional healing process. This is not the space for doing it. Okay. Thank you, Vera. And I would like to take the space now, even if I'm scared about, I'm feeling a lot of joy and love here in the space. And especially for all you who have spoken now, I'm thankful for Lisa that she brought up that thing because it encouraged me to bring my mud on the table, which we are encouraged to bring our <laughs> shit on the table here. And I had a strong feeling this morning, it was an emotion in the afterglow, it was an emotion about that shit on the table, what came up here today. Because I've heard yesterday at night, the last session, 
And the first half an hour, I felt that angry and things and stuff. And I said, oh, I don't want to be like that. I don't want to learn that aggression and have that anger in, in such a space, in such a learn. And at the same place, I admire, especially Anne-Chloe, so much for her taking a stand, for her clarity, for all that what she's bringing in a space. I admire you, Vera, what you are doing. The last I've seen you all these years and I admire you. I, I'm running after you. I want to learn from you. And and at the same time, I felt this morning, I had really a, like a, my own meditation about that. I felt a lot of uh, emotions coming up because I have experienced that. With 27 or in that age, I was totally inspired of my husband. I was admiring him here. I was imitating him. And I thought, why do Aunt Chloe has to also take the shit uh, or the asshole menus of, of Clinton, of that patriarchy. And I was thinking I, I would like to share that with her because I, I'm sure she has her own style and I've seen developing her own style. And I'm so glad that that thing is coming up on here because after that I saw I was realizing that I'm projecting my own shit on her. And I think a lot of the stuff what's going on, I felt a victim part in Lisa. Uh, I'm, I'm having the same fear going out and, and really doing things which are asked on the trainer pass. I have a lot of fear about that. And this I wanted to share because after that, I saw it, that it was my projection on you. And I, I'm sure we are doing all that on you. And so, yeah. And how to wrap it up and how to train myself to express myself more clearly. I'm here in that space. And I think we are right on the right space here to train that. So thank you for bringing that. Thank you, really. Okay, I have a proposal that we use this like also clarity and this is it is a way this past hour of what we would call context setting what is the context of this the space that you know we're holding with Tristan and Vera but also that you're holding as as co-space holders in the in the context that you will be holding in your own spaces and context is the is the root. It, it's, it's like the base of out of which your, your space unfolds and transform and moves and out of which, how do you navigate? Mm. You know, it's weird, actually I'm thinking about this, but we're not talking only about one space. If you've done the, the, the practices last week about clicking the eight corners and having this golden space of cube, golden cube of space, then it seems like there might be one space. But even in the past, 53 minutes, we have navigated through many, many spaces. And one thing is to also notice the gap between the space and the shift. So right now, for example, I just shifted the space from doors, space of sharing, space of sharing to context setting about what is context setting. We're having this meta conversation about context setting while I am, I'm, I'm saying setting and interest in Vera will do it also in a moment setting the context for context setting. 
So that can be like the next level of noticing energetic space is noticing the shift from one space to the next in what it seems like a similar container, let's say. And this is, it's a refinement of, of attention and noticing and the power in that, like practice for practice, go ahead and do it. But the power in that is you can, then you can start navigating space more elegantly, more with more refinement from one space to the next. You can feel, for example, when a space of uh, sharing or there is, is being stretched and then it's all full and, and nobody wants to be in that space anymore. Okay, then we roll into the next space, practice, exercise, feedback and coaching, movement. Or um, that if you're speaking too much, like, as a space holder, you set in context and there's too much speaking and people are like, oh, like they're jumping on their chairs and they just want to move into action again. That, so all of this is noticing the types of, of spaces. I'm not, anyway, I'm, I'm going to skip that. Context is when you invite people, you often do that in the beginning of a space, when you invite people from their ordinary space into your extraordinary space. And that shift, most people can't even notice it. But if it's made with too much brutalness, people can get shocked. And it's like they have this complete rejection to extraordinary then because it's too much. It's like too intense, too sharp, too crisp, too dangerous. And that also depends on the level of, at which you're working. Like people who just come into your first space to, for example, trainer training. That depends, but it's this, the steps and the bridges that you build between where people are and the door that you want to open for them and the space you want to bring them in so that they can discover something new about themselves. And they get, to, they get to choose how far they go into the space. I have a personal preference that when I have a space like this, we, we are, I'm ongoing scanning, I'm, ongoingly scanning your five bodies. And, I, and I'm speaking to the highest bidder. It's, it's a personal choice of, I'm speaking to the person who um, is, is, is still hungry after I've spoken or is, has this hunger. And, and if people, other people don't get all of it, it doesn't matter. What they will get is what they need to get. But there's, a, there's still a part of um, bridge building, putting steps, putting distinction as a ladder for people to follow you. Like if you start an introduction to Rage Club and you say, okay, anger's not good and it's not bad. Take your towel, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> people are going to be in complete freak out. Like, what is she talking about? Anger, David, he's ready. <laughs> I mean, so, so this is what I'm talking about. That would be, that would freak out people. So how do you build the space to invite people into, into their edge? And this is, so this is what we'll be practicing. Vera or Tristan, anything about context setting? Yeah. Well, setting context is about declaring what the space is about, which is also what the space isn't being clear what the space isn't about and so it and you do that or i do that by uh, 
by the sentences that it's it, in a way by bringing people like what uh, Anne Chloe say by bringing people from wherever they are to a new space where the the transformation or the 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 exercises of this new way which is what Anne Chloe is calling extraordinary space for me it means it's a space where new things that they have the your participants haven't probably explored or uh, experienced it can be experienced then so uh, an emotional healing process would not occur in a um, in the in the queue for them and like a, a casual queue in the post office. It's it's not it's not that space unless you create in the queue of the post office a, a single space where that can happen. And so to do that to create that space, it, I declare uh, I, I I set some sentences. And I land them with a, a dedicated and intentional energy so that I can speak to the different bodies. So there's intellectual clarity, but there's also this energetic, uh, there's a certain electricity in the air and a certain intentionality that creates a little, mm, that makes people awake, that creates, uh, makes people come out of their kind of sleepy state of, snacking still their breakfast on their way to this call and they're like oh wait this is a different space because i need the people to be awake to be in the space because if they're asleep they're not going to be in that space so it's saying what the space is about it's not about and it's not about describing what's going to happen it's not you saying your agenda points it's it's an invitation and almost an invocation to call out those, the part of those people that came to your, your training, your workshop, because they, you know, you scan them and you won't know they want something different. Maybe they want their authority back. Maybe they, they can't say no yet. Maybe they're stuck at a job that they hate. So you, you use, you, you speak from the unknown. So I speak from the unknown and I, I have no idea what I'm going to say. And I will, I say things that, brings the people out, that part of them that committed to be in the training out into the space that I want them to be. Yeah. Cool. Tristan. Anything urgent, emergent? I, I feel more the impulse to, to start with the, with the experiments. Yeah, let's go. Okay, we'll send you out in groups of three. One is the space holder. The two other ones, you are coach for the space holder. You'll be both participant and coach in the way that the space holder, your job is to set context for an introduction to Rage Club. And you look at those participants, you connect to them, connect to them as if They've read, you know, they've read about anger, they've read about you, but they'd, they've never been through this, okay? So even if these people that you're looking at have gone through this, connect to the part of them that still, that needs to hear this context setting about introduction to Rage Club. I have um, a request and it's a, or, or an experiment is to not start with hello. Start with a sentence that shifts the space automatically, just like Vera said. So it can be something, uh, um, I have this great new idea. Do you want to do an experiment? 
Have you ever asked yourself this question? This kind of entrance sentence that will just shift the space into this introduction to Rage Club immediately. So skip the hello and the, because that will put you in your ordinary, in your ordinariness. Great. This is, you'll, you'll have the space holder, you have about 12 minutes with live feedback and coaching from your participant coaches. Okay, so participant coaches, this is not a sleeping exercise. You really need to be on to them saying, okay, this worked, this didn't work. This sentence, change it to this. Make offers, make offers. It's not just about this is not working. Tell them what they can try, okay? You have 12 minutes to try this. Then I'm gonna, I'll, I'll type it in. The space holder, you give one minute of feedback and coaching to your coaches. How can they coach you better? You get that one minute of space holder giving feedback and coaching to the coaches. And then the coaches, you get another couple minutes, like two minutes to basically do an overall feedback and coaching. This worked, this needs to be practiced and maybe some experiments or practices for them. Okay, so 12 minute, one minute, two minute. It's broken up in groups on three parts and then we shift roles. Any uh, I, wanna, I wanna give a hint to the coaches, ongoing coaches. So this is where you would notice the quality of the space. With each sentence that your space holder is going to say, you notice that the space slowed down, that it became more clear, that it became confusing, that it, uh, you know, is it stuck? Is it, does it have more space? So this is how you notice uh, if it's working or not. So your coaching will be uh, when you notice these things. Go. Just Go ahead. Yeah. Oh, Justin, you in, Daniel? Yeah. Sorry. I'm in. Okay. Go ahead, Daniel. Uh, it's like the, the coach or the participant coaching, they can stop all the time and give a, a coaching and a feedback. So in between yeah. changing yeah. roles, like changing yeah. constantly. So, yeah. So this is not about doing a 12 minute perfect in context setting. This basically it is about getting feedback and coaching and trying other stuff. Even what it, if you're trying, it's working. You can eat, try other stuff. Expands your rep repertoire of possibility of context setting. Okay, here we go. Vera, I send you in a group. It's a group of four, so you're. You'd be whatever you'd be coach and you can move. Thank you. Cool.
gonna gonna be very very scary but we can make it we can make it through together and you are on my team and there will be there will be Ronja beep R Ronya Ronja Go ahead, uh, just make contact with us. Don't get in the space without us, please. Yeah, I kind of lost myself when Uncle. Hi. Please um, send, ground yourself mm -hmm. and say what you're saying with groundedness. Your enthusiasm is, is a go. You need your enthusiasm for this. And grounded that the words that you say mean something. There are mean something and land in the space. Okay, shift go. We are going on an adventure together. Go. It's gonna be scary, and we will go to the edge. We will go to places we've never been before. So beep, Ronda. So we're gonna to go to the edge, the edge of what? What are you talking about? This is all new terms for people. Put yourself where they are and, or let's say, don't put yourself where they are. Stay where you are and you say, go to the edge and then yourself go to the edge and say how you're doing it. Are you, can you hear me? Yeah. Your speaking goes with what you are doing. And so you can follow each step and they can follow the steps with you. So start with that. What is the edge? How do you, one moves to the edge? Shift, go. There is a reason why you came here to this introduction. There is something that you want to change. And I'm here to walk with you. Go. Is, we are all living in a, in a culture that does not let us shine. We are all luminous beings. So that, beep, two yeah. things. Do not use the word all. It's a fake word like always, and it makes your space fuzzy. And this is a space of anger, it's clarity. So you, you, you kind of did it again. You did, you, you, you set the space super, there's two sentences that are land and then you go into, we are all shiny beings and then, and then it becomes sort of this esoteric thing. So for example, you could yeah. say in modern culture or in the society we were born, anger, it is not a resource that is valued. Yeah. And then you, and you build on that about how, how can we, already start introducing the new thoughtware, for example, about anger. Okay, shift, go. Uh, just a second, Ronja. Devin, we need to hear you. Can you give a, yes. a, a coaching to Ronja? Yes. I would, yes, would you, there, so, uh, and Chloe said the, this thing about the first few sentences really landing. And holding just a little bit more space at the end of your first, for, at the end of your opening, and just taking a second to really contact, make connection, yeah. and then moving into the next, the next drop down. Devin, you need to say shift go. So she's shift go. Back. Yeah, she's sitting back. 
I am here because I've noticed how I haven't allowed my feelings to to come up before. And after having done Rage Club and possibility management, I've discovered that feelings have value. And that's something I've noticed is not valued in the society. And this Rage Club can be a pathway for you to really feel your feelings. Go. Really give into the vulnerability of, of your inner being. And anger is a great starting point because anger helps you with with taking taking your place and go i am allowed to feel and so beep yeah go ahead devin just really trust trust yourself when you have something like that just say beep you in okay. that is beep. in service of her yeah beep the uh, hold on one sec there's a, a missing, what I want to hear more of is the, so that what you're getting your anger back. So that what, and you kind of start, you hit so that you can have your being more. Uh, and you said another similar thing, but what would be really, what I would like to hear more of is so, so what, so what that I get my being back. So what mm -hmm. oh, yeah. Yeah. shift and go. And I, I just want to say also, because uh, there was a part that I felt uh, sadness Maybe if you mention that you are feeling sadness or anger, it, it will bring more clarity to the space. Yeah. So go, shift, go. With, with anger and with being more connected, you're being, there will be more possibilities open for you. Be, Rondra, let me give you a prompt as a, yeah. as a starting sentence. So pl please also, Joanna and Devin, just do this in your other groups of giving feedback and coaching, but sometimes just give a prompt, like give okay. a sentence to say. So it'd be something like, we have been denied the power of anger. Do you know the word denied? We have been denied the power of anger because with anger, you can keep your center. You can take back your authority. You can say no. It is a word that's been banned, whatever. And that's the abundance that Devin was talking about. Anger, you can do so much. Give it, give it all. Okay, yeah. try with that. We have been denied the resource of anger. Go. We have been denied the resource of anger. Go. Because our anger helps us keep us ourselves. Oh. And our center, when we are centered, we are dangerous. We are dangerous to this modern society because we change things. And changing, changing these structures is very scary for a lot of people on this planet. But I want things to change and that's why I'm here. So, so be, 
Rondra, because you, you were talking to them and then you talk about you. And it's, it's great to say, when you have your center, you're dangerous. And so that can be scary. The great thing about anger is then you can learn to say yes, or you can learn to say no and stop and keep your boundaries. And that makes the power of anger even more necessary because you can keep your center great. If you can't say stop, you're screwed. Okay. And that's the next layer of anger. And, that, and you bring them a layer deeper and a layer deeper. So it's, it's about follow, follow the track. Okay, you have your center, it's scary, it's dangerous. Okay, what can I do with anger? Great, I can say stop. If I say stop, people will get offended. Okay, I can take back my authority from offending people. Ha, got next layer, next layer, next layer. Cool, shift go. With anger, you can say no and yes to things. You can say stop. You can find your boundaries again and really keep them. And with with having your boundaries, you can respect your own space and the space of the others. And that's the responsibility we all. That's the responsibility we have. So beep. Could you feel it? When, when you're in this space where you get lost, it's the thing before you, you were lost already. Mm. So somehow, how, what, what happens? What happens just before you get lost? There's like a lot of fear of like not knowing how, what to say. So mm. like improvising. Yeah. This is where your jewel, the quality of your space will be completely alive. This is your practice. How can you practice speaking into the unknown? Because you, it moves from your own maps that you've discovered, your own clarity, your own life experience. And from what have, I've seen be like, you know, in the past 10 minutes, it is in you. It is in you, but you're not letting it out. Devin, you were gonna say something. Yeah, I have a tip that's for this, but it's, it's similar to the questions that we asked at different times, but you can even say the questions that we've asked while you're speaking. So get in touch with your being and you're asking yourself, yeah. why? Why would you want to get in touch yeah. with your being? You ask the group, you ask yourself, and then you get to answer your own question, but as a way to lead yourself along. Cause that's where I notice actually, when you get to that stuck point, I have my why come up and maybe it would be useful for you to. I think I have a fear of that moment of silence like when when i have to stop and like yeah great when that's, I have that's your practice for the week when you talk to people leave leave one minute of silence don't look in their eyes one minute of silence you don't say anything even if they're speaking yeah cool okay please give us feedback and coaching Thank you. This is very dangerous. I feel alive. I feel like energy is flowing. Um, I I 
especially the um, the feedback a lot. It really we got into the core of what um, what was missing, and I um, I felt like you were on my team. Like you really wanted me to succeed. Um, Okay, thank yeah. you. Yeah, I can't think of right now. Somehow your microphone, we can't hear you so well, um, Rhonda. Yes, we need to. Yeah, I've noticed this in the past weeks. I don't know. Okay, headphones would be great for next time if you can. Joanna, Devin, any additional like overall coaching practices experiments for Rhonda? Yes, maybe uh, try to start conversation with some friends this week, even if you don't know why and with no reason, for no reason, and just say what, what is in your gut, you know, not for a, a script, just to practice this improvisation. I would add on to this experiment that you start with a sentence like you say, let's go on an adventure or, you know, or I have this great idea or do you want to do an experiment? You start with that and you see where it leads. Mm. Cool. Yes, I'm, I'm also in a very similar experiment because I get stuck in those, the places where it seems like you have these gaps open up and I just don't say anything. So I'm also in this experiment of pinching myself or, or something with my physical body when I, when I notice I'm in that space. So, so trying to just even bring awareness to, oh, I'm, in, I'm back in that gap. What is going on here? Um, that's what I'm doing may be helpful for you. And when you go into these conversations, just let them know what are you feeling. It is fear or sadness or anger or real or joy. Because I, I think this practice will help you to to set different spaces about your feelings. Thank you. Can anybody who has this uh can just turn it off. It was me. It was a message. Sorry, but I think it's okay. It's gone. Okay, I'll see you later. Good luck, Ronja. You've got this Thank feedback you. in you, so now you have to deliver the feedback you got to Joanna and Devin.
Yeah. So here we are in this spaceship. Go. Cool. Appreciate you to be here with me to, to go on this uh, very particular journey. I don't even know now where we are landing, but I think we just start with coming together and um, yeah, feeling what is going on. So I'm, I'm very happy to have you here in my space or in this space today. And um, I just want to ask you one question. What is really important for you? What for would you like to, 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 to go on a journey? Deep, deep. Yes. I have no idea what this space is about. And you've just kind of gone on for about a minute. And, and I really like the way that you started it with the spaceship and this journey and the landing. And yet I wanted you to get into it right after that. You know, yeah. what are we doing here? Okay. Yeah. I want, I want to hear the word anger within the first five or 10 seconds. Sorry? I want to hear the word anger or rage within the first five or 10 seconds. Okay. Fear okay. or anger or topic or what's it about? Okay. I mean, it's, it's rage club. So anger or rage. Yeah. Scott, stick with your feedback. Say, no, I said anger. No, I said anger, not fear. Like stick to anger landed in the space. Great. My feedback for Rita is try to not smile. It's not because smiling is bad, but for you, it's unconscious. And so it creates this unconsciousness in the space and you not smiling will be a stretching of your box so you can find this space where you can completely be dead serious. Shift go. Yeah. I, I have a proposal for Scott and Phyllis and also like in other spaces is often it helps to have a prompt. So, because then all this feedback and people get blank because it's all new and just give a prompt. Hmm. Start with the spaceship like you did and then go, and then as soon as you say that sentence, go into the, in something about anger. So Phyllis, okay. give the sentence so she can just repeat it. What, give the sentence. We're on a journey here as if we're on a spaceship and we're gonna be landing into the arena of anger, exploring the arena of anger. This is a planet that is about anger. Thank you for your clarity. Okay, guys, women, I'm so fucking happy that you are here with me. <laughs> Keep, I, I, that didn't, the, the smile was a bit overdone and the fucking kind of, whoa. <laughs> it just wasn't placed accurately. I, so, so begin like. Yes, I. I be, begin, begin again. Yes. But center yourself first. You don't have to go at our pace. You can go at a slower pace. Like go at the pace where you'll be able to keep without the smile. Right. You can choose your own pace because I think that's why the the smile is coming up because you're you're trying to jump in at our pace or you have some expectation of what needs to happen. Yes. Here we are, and I'm really glad that Go. you came here. Go. This space and uh, 
we are ready with our spaceship to to go and we have a landing we will have a landing on a new planet and the planet is called anger i don't know if somebody has explored this planet before if you have been there or just have a small experience please raise your hand or just one finger for if it was a small experience thank you yeah welcome we we want to go there we want to find out what we can use anger for yes go. useful for yeah sometimes in our culture we are used to um to get beaten up for for having feelings go who have realized in our culture that it is not okay to have feelings you know that please raise up your hand so that you can look around if this is only your problem or if it's okay you have realized that and we want to make a change now I, so beep beep so beep that i was with you until that last request and then i sort of I was lost on that request. Like yeah. if you, I think there's something about slowing down to our pace or maybe speeding up, like just noticing it's the same feedback as with Phyllis, like read the room, be with us. And man, I am just loving this, the way you've created here, like the way you started this whole round, like I was, I was so happy. I'm like, yeah, I want to go to that planet. I was so, it's so a go. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. I have some, just some feedback a little bit for you, Farida, in terms of language. You know, you said we've landed here in anger and that was perfect. I could hear the spaceship be like, and, and then you said, we want, we want to go there. We want to go there. And for, for me, it was, we're already there. Okay. We're already there. So let's go into it. What, what does it look like? What does the territory look like? And, and you started it, you know, say, okay, We, there is a part of this territory that from the culture that we were born and raised to in is dangerous. Okay. And now let's look into a different direction, something like that. Mm. So you can start over at, we have landed on anger and then take it from there. Okay. So uh, we are on our journey here and um, we land on this planet just landing on this planet called anger so what are the what are the qualities of this planet like tell us tell us about the planet like bring us into that vision of i think that would be a, a great way to continue the context setting yes and uh fewer words
that I was able to stay in my own body and not jump out of it when I get a feedback. And I was able to make new decisions for my life. And I was also able to... I want to say beep and I want to also say hello by entering the space. Uh, Christina, you're delivering the context setting, correct? Yes. Yes. The way that you were delivering it, it felt like you were speaking to only Shannon. Like Shannon had a question and you answered only to her. Instead of having an energetic, uh, you're speaking to, let's say, 10 people. Mm -hmm. And to open, to open your space, then more having this one-on-one -on -one conversation that I think you're brilliant at. I think you can completely connect with one-on-one -on -one person. And now it's like open that capacity to 10 people. So everybody feels included and you, and, and it needs a little more like force coming into your voice. So it's mm -hmm. like a microphone. So start again and just make it bigger. Any other feedback, Shannon and, and Lewis? No. Okay. Shift go. So um, the, the, <clears throat> and what Grudge Club changed for me was that I was able to find my voice for the first time in my life, not having the, the feeling that someone else is talking for me or that I have uh, people's context in my, in my throat and talking about it. I want to say beat Christina. Because yeah. this is working, but I want—I just want you to have another option and try something else. Yeah. Because setting a context with introduction to Reg Club about you, sometimes it is useful to mm. include yourself in your own journey, to make yourself vulnerable. So you can already do that. So now make, talk to them. Talk, this is what is possible. This is why you, this is what we can create here together. This is the edge we can go. So mm. instead of saying I, say you or say um, in a culture where, and you can even talk to women if you're holding space for women, in a culture where women's voices is squandered, is squashed, reclaiming your anger means reclaiming your voice. Ah, oh, and I am included all of a sudden. Okay, mm. I want my voice back. Mm. So it worked to talk about you, but it didn't include me. It was not dangerous enough for me. Yeah. So Sh Shannon and Lewis, other like <clears throat> encouragement or coachings. We need you guys on the team. Yeah, just yeah, I, I think just keep going because she was saying you will, you will. And so I invited yeah. her to change the you will. And so that's 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 where the invitation to I ah, came from. Okay. So from the shift, it's if you say you will, then it's a form of manipulation. But you say, it is possible. It is possible for you to reclaim your voice. Then it is up to you, but it's a possibility. But the you will might be a little too like, um, like aggressive or something. But it's like, it is possible for you to do it. I have done it. And all of a sudden, we own a team together. Yeah. My gremlin right now freaks out because this can still be manipulation. 
And Christine, I, I hear what you're saying, and I've been through that process also. And it's, it's, a, it's a fine line, it's a razor edge to walk as a space holder. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, to not take that stand for the possibility is uh, like sad for me. It's like missing something in the world. So you might need to just do an emotional healing process or go through with someone about this journey, this edge journey for you. Mm. And what is happening when, what is so dangerous for you about manipulation? What might happen if you do that? And it's, it's a journey worth going because being able to hold a, this like big possibility space is a gift and you have it. Mm. So, yeah. Would you want to try just yes. one, just one sentence? Yeah. And then mm. you should. Okay. So doing a rage club uh, can get us out of modern culture. In modern culture, it's not possible for women still in these times to speak up and let their, themselves be heard. And it's you that are needed to shift that. And not only you, Shannon, it's also you, Louis, who is needed for that because we need conscious adult men and conscious adult female to shift that space because it's, it's important that you will find your voice back so you can speak about what what you are taking a stand for and what you want to change in the world that we're having right now, especially when people now more than ever have their masks on. That's perfect. Thank you. Thank you. Yay. <laughs> I want to give you, just, yes. because, just because it's fresh, I want to give you a possibility, Christine. And it's also for Shannon and Lewis and whoever's listening to this about shifting the sentence that we're so used to of we need to or it is needed or we have to because yeah. that's the dogma from mm -hmm. if if men and women have their voice then they can reclaim their adulthood and they can speak up for others and that turns it into a possibility instead of a we need to yeah even in your feedback and coaching try to find what is it what is the possibility you're creating or you want to create by thinking we need. Mm, Here yeah. are so many speakers who says we need, and it's like, okay, well, so the fuck what? Like, how are we getting there? Yeah. Okay, Christina, when you're ready, we're uh, waiting for your feedback and coaching. Uh, okay. Um, mm, I actually forgot the first feedback, <laughs> but... Um, yeah, it's not about like giving us feedback and coaching about our feedback and coaching. Tell us what, what do you need? How can we, what can we shift to serve you better? Mm. Mm. Well, just that you here is very helpful and uh, giving feedback and uh, what you did was giving coaching also, not just feedback. So I didn't feel so, so unsafe. 
and um, what helped me was the 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 quickness of Ankoe, um in a way like on one way it, it's it's was helpful that you you weren't so fast but on the other hand your your fastness uncle helped me to um, to stay um out of my box uh or yes and uh, what was very helpful was the all the distinctions between the the words will need if possibility like having coaching about the wording is very help was very helpful and i i want to give you the coaching to to do this more with people who are just getting their voices back because this is it's like learning speaking new or something mm. like this. Great. <clears throat> Thank you. Thank you. Shannon, was any practices experiments for Christine? I has, I, yes, I have a suggestion for Christina. You can speak to her directly. She's here. Christina. I have a, an experiment for you, which is scream for a week in a row to uh, break that sweetness in that in your voice and enjoy that <laughs> anger in you. Will you do it? <clears throat> Thank you. Christine, I would ask you to answer the question and to and have the courage to say no or not yet. I'm not coming to this not yet. So Louis asked you, will you do it? And you didn't you didn't give an answer. I didn't even hear that. Okay. Can you say can you, can you say the question again, Louis? Yes, I suggest that. You scream for a whole no, week. No, she heard that. Just a question. Will you do it, Christina? No. My feedback for you, Louis, is if she really screams for a whole week, it starts now and all during the night and the evening and the breakfast, like the whole day, no. then she's not speaking and not doing and not showering and not eating because she's screaming. And so it wasn't, it wasn't clear enough as a experiment. Thank you. Experiment I would like to offer you. I would like to offer you the experiment of setting a timer. And for two minutes, don't allow yourself to, to shrink back. There was a moment where you got into it. and another possibility. And so just be direct for two minutes and record yourself and then listen to it. I have an experiment for you, uh, Christina, is maybe it's linked with an emotional healing process. But when I ask you, how can we serve you better? And it was like, people are serving me. I cannot believe people are serving me. Yeah. And if you cannot let yourself be served, 
it will be so hard for you to serve others with authenticity. Mm. Because how can you know this experience of being served? So I, it's not a, a very clear experiment, but it's about let yourself get served, be served without payment, without reason. Mm. And maybe there's an emotional healing process about that. Yes, yes, there is. <clears throat> okay, thank you very much. Shift to the third, third person. Mm. Yes, thank you. It is important thing in your life to connect to your truth, to your inner voice, to your to trust yourself what you feel. It is important thing in your life to protect yourself from when you feel like somebody is crossing your boundaries, somebody is stepping on your foot. And don't don't talk don't talk about somebody. Talk about your experience. Yule, you had some coaching. Yeah, and why is it important? What's that you're feeling behind that? Jakub, can I give you coaching? Yes. Is it a clear yes? You were just, it seems like there was a moment of hesitation. I mean, hesitation is that I thought you, you just heard me for 10 seconds. Yeah, go on. I, I, I. Okay, I, I don't, um, because we have this agreement that you want to be seen and heard. And for me, 10 seconds is enough to give you coaching. But if you don't consider so, I, I won't. So that's, that's all right. That's all right. Uh, yeah. Okay. Mm, saying it is important is a, is a, is a value. And what is important to you might not be important to other people. And so bringing the distinction of importance in a space automatic, it creates this opinion value system because a participant can say, well, what if that's not important to me? And so instead of, it's kind of a, a shaky space to be in. So instead and say, this is what is possible. Reclaiming your anger, this is what becomes possible. And whatever they, you know, whether they want it or not, that's up to them. But you are laying the possibilities. Okay. It is possible in your life to be connected to your inner strength, to your authentic power, 
to say yes, to say no, to protect yourself and to to be authentic in your relationships. Yuli, you had an impulse. Trust yourself. Trust okay. your guts. Yeah, raise your anger again. Yes, and when you when you use your hands to show something like yes and no, then make that like a clear gesture. Make it not like a mm, wishy-washy thing. Make it make it clear what you say. If somebody is giving you uh, unwanted advice and uh, explaining you your life and putting la like a sweet donut to your to your mouth, like forcing you to eat something from his hand. You can say no, even when they try to con convince you. That's nice. That's good advice. That's sweet donut. It's not yours. You don't want this. You can say no. You can use your anger and you can protect yourself. You are the person who, who can choose what is right for yourself right now. So I invite you to the space where you can explore, where you can feel and you can experience your, your primal anger your force that is in your body with yourself always so when we finish these four weeks No, I'm nervous and Chloe came. Keep your center. Keep your center. Okay, I would propose that you do this. I think you, you have, you're sort of laying half, halfway lying in your bed, no? No, I'm sitting, my back is straight. Okay, okay. Yeah. Would you actually do this standing up? Would you, can you move the screen and do it standing up? Yeah, yeah. Great. I just want to say, Simona, Joanna, and also for UK, in this space of feedback and coaching, it really helps to sometimes give a prompt. So tell them the first sentence to say to send them on their way. Because when we get so much feedback and coaching, we can go really blank really easily. So I, I wasn't listening to what Kay was saying. Can you give, give her a prompt? Rage for me is... Okay, don't, and the thing is to not judge it. Go with it okay. and, then you, and then you make okay. anything out of it. Okay. So recovering my rage it is a journey of recovering my vitality, my ability to say no. So beep. Which is, look, yeah. look at us. Look at okay. it. Release your hands. You're holding your hands in your back, which is a block to your own feelings and intelligence and resources. You can, yeah, great. Look at us, Joanna, you had a feedback. Yes, um, my, beep my beep was about, I, I, I couldn't feel connected to you because I felt you were, you were more mostly in your mind and not fully embodied into your five bodies. So mm -hmm. I would like to, you to feel more centered and r really holding space for, uh, for us, being with us, you were with yourself. Thank you. Great. And then shift go. Start, start your sentence by 
I've discovered that rage is. Keep looking I've at I've discovered it. that yeah. rage is essential for, for feeling the other three feelings. It's essential for me being able to say no, Kate, which also allows me to say yes. I'm, because, st yeah. I'm stopping you. Yeah, close your eyes. Go into this experience of rage or anger. Go into this and you say, I have discovered that anger. Keep your eyes closed. Keep your eyes closed. And just keep making this connection with, with all of us. And tell us what it is about your rage. Just tell us the, the juiciness, the resources, the, the, what it has built for you. up to now and you say, I have discovered that rage is, or rate, I've discovered that rage and keep talking. I have discovered that rage is a very frightening thing. It's been frightening for me to go to address it and to come into a space like this when all my life I've been trying to get approval and found it very difficult to confront behavior that wasn't right for me or that was pressing on my boundaries. And I'm able to say no in a, in, a, in a quick and clear, clean way. And doing this work, it awakens in me this aliveness and rightness that Go. my anger is my life force. It's the thing, it's that which tells me something is, is invading my boundaries. It's something that is not happening that's life affirming for me. And that I can risk being angry and take the consequences. And it doesn't kill me and it doesn't kill anyone else. And it's actually more friendly than living with anger and resentment and not speaking it. Go. Cool. So, so we're on a, uh, what might be a scary journey for whenever you. Ready, you can open, whenever you're ready, just open your eyes, keep talking and connecting with us. You're doing super. So we're gonna go on what might be a scary journey if you're like me. Is anyone feeling any anxiety about being in this group or wondering how it's gonna be for you? Yes. Great. Well, we're gonna be supportive of each other. This is a supportive space for you to try things, for you to let yourself go and okay. do what you need. Yeah. The, the words are like land. The, the words are, feels true and authentic, but the, the way you, you bring them has a way of um, sarc no, not sarcasm. I don't know how to find, like that it's almost a joke. We're gonna support each other and love each other and bring ourselves together. And when I hear that, I'm like, okay, is it true? Can she really do that? Yeah. yeah. Instead of saying, this is a safe space. Yeah. We're gonna go at the edge and I'm gonna hold a safe space for us to discover something new. And then I'm with you. I'm like, okay, she means it. Yeah. yeah. So try, try this, start with this, this is gonna be a scary space. And and I'm holding a safe space for us to all go at our edge. It's not only you, you know, it's I'm going at the, at the edge too. Like as a space holder, you're also going at the edge. Cool, shift, go. 
Okay, and I want to say, anytime you can speak with your eyes closed. Okay. There's a way that you give your center away through your gaze. When you're looking at someone, you give your center away. And it's, and it's a way that, you know, then we supposedly feel safe if you give us your, your center. But I can just feel it. But when you were closing your eyes, your speaking was so grounded and clear and true. And when you open them, it kept working. And after a few seconds, you gave your center away again. So close your eyes again, start speaking from there. And then you open them and practice keeping your center like that. Great. Shift, go. You have a few sentences and then... Um, Start by saying, this is a scary space, yeah. This, this is going to be a journey for all of us and a scary space, but also a safe space that I'm going to hold us in this and ugh. So we're gonna go on a journey together I'm uh, yeah. Use your anger. <clears throat> so we're gonna go on a four week journey together to rediscover this anger and rage in us, which was stamped out or made smaller for all of our lives from when we were little kids. Some of it is gonna be scary. Some of it pushes me and you to, to our edges. And we're going to hold each other. I'm going to hold you. I'm going to hold a safe space for us to experiment and be not knowers together. Go into the territory where we don't know, where we haven't been. Great. And just try things. And bring try feeling. Close. Try feeling strongly. Great. Thank you. Yeah. Is this the end? Yes. Would you give us, uh, Simona, Joanna, and I feedback and coaching? How can we support you more? How can we improve our feedback and coaching? Oh, super helpful about this center. That is huge. Uh, yeah, I would. Uh, it would like some goes would be helpful to know that it was working. I didn't hear that. Maybe you said it and I didn't hear it of when it was landing and, you know, touching you. Uh, Simone, I don't, did you say, I don't think you said anything. Um, maybe neither of you did. Hey, wait, can you try this? Simona. Yeah. I need your intelligence. I need your okay. resources. Okay. I need what you see because you have life experience. Try this. Yeah. Simona, I do need what you see. And I have been wanting more of you in this whole time. I would love to know what you think and, and what your reactions are. And Thank to you. have use more anger to like get it in there. And Johanna, you you as well. The like I heard the things that you said to Simona that were super helpful and helped her get grounded in her her center. And I value your feedback and input. It, it would be super valuable to me to have that. 
cool. Practice is an experiment. Okay, uh, now it's our turn to give kind of overall feedback or practices or experiment. I propose Simona starts. Yes, I, I think um, we got thrown off with your setup with the camera and where you were looking. So I, I guess fixing that would really help because then you actually connect to us. Um, and it was just about you getting in your power. I had goosebumps when you were talking from your center. It was so powerful. It was so clear and it was landing really strongly. So really that like almost like trust with what you have to offer, really trust that you're powerful and that you can make a difference in people's lives and get that across. Thank you. Uh, I love your, your way of uh, interacting. You're looking uh, like you're inviting a lot of interaction with your participant. I really like that. And also the storytelling, like you sharing your own story with anger, you avoiding your anger uh, and this story about yourself uh, really made me connect with with my own story with anger and really want me to, yes, I want to uh, um, uh, like, learn more about anger and what I, I felt that when Aunt Chloe arrived suddenly jumped in you really like you started then to just in French we say you lose your feet you're losing your ground and and though I would say it, there might be an emotional process about um, the teacher and being a good good student and pleasing the teacher and if not like uh and, and just like starting to get into like I don't know and I'm I, I'm not good enough and feeling the fear I I invite you to look at that. Yeah, Thank you. Cool. I think you should do the the experiment that you tried about speaking with your eyes closed, and just try it with the people around you. And 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 if they ask you, you say what are you doing? You say I'm doing I'm doing this experiment, but I'm still connected and talking to you. And notice, open your eyes, keep talking. And the moment you give your center away, bring it back, eyes closed. And it will be weird in the beginning, but actually it's not so weird to speak with your eyes closed. It is not so weird. A lot of people do it. So that would be really the experience for the next like few months, few months, because it's a big thing to have your eyes open and give your center away through the game. Really um a, a, like a strong habit like it's a kind of a crystallized habit cool but Thank otherwise you. yeah your it was it was true and that's what touches people it's not if it's right or if it's wrong it was true okay i'll see you in the main room and if you want to share just um in the next minute anything Chloe, do you hear me? Oh, bouquet, yes. Yeah. Yes, my phone, it's uh, not charged anymore, so I'm just changing and I'm going to my computer. Can Great. you accept me when I enter again? Yes, I will. Thank you.
Here we are. Vera, okay. Bring where you are. I'm gonna put you next to me. <laughs> does does that change everybody's screen when I move? No. My screen. Okay. No. Good. I don't need to see Good. you. Oh, yeah, I don't. Where are you? <laughs> I just found out that people. <laughs> <laughs> okay, would everybody take a deep breath? <sighs> Just to let you know that Bouquet is re entering with a computer, that's why we're missing a, a, a person, a soul here. Okay, this, this space of rapid, ongoing feedback and coaching is. Uh, matrix, extremely matrix building for everybody in the space. It is about the space where we can build matrix at the fastest rate possible. And it is also the, mo the most uh, like, ch like challenging in a way that our box is, a, is very quickly challenged. And this is why it is so matrix building. So it is just, if you're feeling all this energy running through your bodies, just let it circulate, okay? Don't try to make it go numb. Don't try to make it go away saying or argue with the voices about what other people said. Just let the energy circulate. Great. And I would like to take some, some sharings about like what, what did you find? What worked? What didn't work? What did you learn? Um, something, it is, it is also about it's your journey. It is also what can serve other people? What have you discovered that can really serve other people in setting context for introduction to Rage Club or any Rage space? I would say authenticity. Uh, anytime my partner spoke about their experience and what empowered them, what, what pain they felt it landed really strongly it was like oh, I want to hear more I want to learn from them thank you I would say speaking with guts with um, with some anger that was just just in the belly that worked that landed thank you yeah, just to add to that, as for me, I found it, it needed more anger than I thought. Like I, I thought that if I was uh, more angry, it would sound uh, like dominating or or aggressive or too loud or something. And and I got the feedback to be more angry. So mm -hmm. I think this is this is a a pattern, uh, or I think this is common. Yes, I I received the same feedback. And it was for me, it was really surprising because for me, what the anger that I, I was using were very, very loud. And for them, it wasn't like they wanted more and more. And so really very surprised for myself to discover that I can do this, get loud and, Joana, and be captivating. 
I'm sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Would you try this? Would you try this right now? Deliver this sharing with twice as much anger as if you're shouting to us. So it goes. Okay. <laughs> yes, I can deliver that. So what oh. really surprised me was oh. that if I go, say go, go, louder go. and with more, more anger, go, 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 go. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Joana, speak like that all the time because it is really like that in you. I can tell you, it is really like that in you that your clarity has that power. Oh. And, and, and they want more. They told you they want more. <laughs> okay. And And I noticed it, there were a lot of men telling you they wanted more. <laughs> Thank you. Now, now the hammer, you used to hold a hammer, now it's inside of you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I got feedback that I lose my center when I gaze at other people. And so I'm practicing closing my eyes to not look at people's reaction and just speak. Thank you. Thank you. I want to encourage those of you who haven't had your voice heard so much in the space yet to bring your voice in now. I, okay. I am going. I experience uh, to be in unknown and playing with to be on the scene, to be connected with myself. And it was quite, um, lots of tension came and, and I had really great feedback with lots of joy that it encouraged me to do, to dive into unknown more and more deeper and deeper. This is actually what I experienced the first time that joy could also let me bring to the present and connect with something is really deep in me, especially with anger. So this was amazing experience, joy and anger in the same space. Thank you. Thank you. I just want to say, bringing in one distinction from what you said, Bouquet, it is when you, when you experience adult anger, Experiencing joy about experiencing adult anger is completely appropriate. Mm. It's like it comes with it. And it, exactly when, as for experiencing adult fear or adult sadness, there's a complete joy that comes with being able to feel them and use them. And especially as you say, like to navigating the unknown, it's like, okay, what better place to be in? Thank you. I got the experiment to do like a free, 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 a three minute anger before I talk about anger. And to kind of like navigate to this bad girl inside of me. And when I got this feedback, I was, I was scared to destroy the space to like, I don't know, to like somehow be too violent or too much or like scare, scare the people away. And it was the opposite. They were like, oh, it finally landed what you were saying. 
Yes. Thank you. Yulit, would you check out the, this emotional healing process about being violent and maybe dis, de, destruction? That yes. your own power is, has violence and destruction. Thank you. For me, the experience, I got the feedback that I was talking too fast. And I'm talking fast because I want to get ready. And I made the experience when I speak slower and let more time between the words. I, it takes longer for me to get ready and it's more landing. And that is a new experience for me. Yes, I, I want to go on that with that because I had a similar feedback. Um, so that my voice also goes down at the end of a sentence so that my participant can, uh, so my sentence land into my participants uh, five bodies. And this was really gold for me. And I have the fear of, or I, I would like to over deliver and deliver a lot. So I'm speeding up. I'm, I'm like, like this, speaking fast, like speaking fast. And now I really take, um, I pay attention, speaking more slowly, slowly, uh, feeling also if it lands into your, your, in your, in your energetical field. And I'm more aware of that. Thank you. Thank you. Joanna, would you do this experiment like, to say the three last sentence that you said at half speed, it will feel like you're a snail. Go ahead. I am more paying attention about how I am speaking is landing into your energetical field. This experiment mm. is very helpful for me for my box wanting always to speed everything up. Thank you. 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 I'm glad that you did that. Thank you. Mm. I was somehow missing Johanna's aliveness in the second part. Like it landed more, but it was somehow, it felt it was like not you anymore. And my you question is, how can she connect those both parts? There is a, the line, which is called walking the razor's edge. This is where aliveness happened. And often our survival strategy is that we walk very, uh, predominantly on one side of the line. So for example, for Joana Ribeiro is to speak really quietly and really nicely. And we had her, basically for her, it feels like screaming. And Joana is blah, 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 blah. It's like, okay. And we, and now she's going on the other side of the line. You can notice even at the end, how she already started speeding up. And she's, she's at the end of the sentence. So this is the, this experiment of going overboard in the other way. So then you can start walking the line. 
but basically you can't go from like one side here to the line. It doesn't work. You have to go on the other side. And then, mm -hmm. but it will feel like that, for example, and, and some, not many women here, but a couple women here have this unconscious smiling. Okay, smiling is not bad. I just want to put, get it out of the way. Smiling is not yeah. bad. But when it is unconscious, it is a detriment to your own authenticity to, to come out. And especially for women, it has a lot to do with being nice and being accepted and being loved and being whatever, this good girl. And so I had to practice for a year to like not smile at all, ever. And of course that I lost part of my joy in the process, but I gained so much more. And then I could start feeling joy from a place of authenticity. So I'm saying this also because, and, and it's part of the, the work of feedback and coaching and, and we, Vera also mentioned it in the beginning is a big part of your space holding will be about giving feedback and coaching and experiments to your participant. In a way, your context setting will, will put them in liquid state. The, the exercise that we'll, you'll do will also put them in liquid state and bring them to the edge. And the feedback, give them their X on the map. And if you don't know where you are on the map, you cannot move. I think I wrote that to, to Farida in the, in the coaching, like in the telegram. It's like, if you get your X on the map, okay, then you can move from there. And so this is why feedback is so precious when it's delivered um, with this commitment to the other person's commitment. Mm. Mr. East. Yes. The space is missing you. Is missing your intelligence and your resources. Donde esta, as they say in Spain. Thank you. I don't feel joy right now about the coaching and feedback and just being part of a team uh, around this and getting more into the complexity and like feedback around context setting itself is something that I don't normally get and I want more of it. So I got to discover how I can lead with a question without needing an answer, but like to use, use the leading of a question. Like, so I said, let me ask a question and I don't need an answer right now, but what are you taking a stand for? And it was a way into a space of intimacy and, and also, yeah, for me, slowing my pace of my words, noticing other people, like how it's landing for people in the space. Um, so noticing if, if my emotional fear is sort of taking over my senses, so I can't, so it blocks my sensitivity to noticing where, how people, how it's landing for people, how is, how are people's bodies shifting or moving because of what I'm saying. And and then I got to a point where like, like, like the response to that question was all three of the people were like, um, oh, I'm taking a stand for my family. I'm taking a stand for this other thing and this other thing. And I was like, 
I don't know what to do with all this enthusiasm. <laughs> like, like I, I guess I, I was, I was prepared for, um, oh, I don't know this thing. I don't know what, I don't know what taking a stand for is like, like, uh, and, and I, I had to shift to let my, let the inspiration move me and be like, I'm, I'm happy that you're there. Wow. We can go for places from here. Like, so it, it took me to a new place. Cool. Thank you. Thank you, Scott. I want to kind of speak to you personally that you have experience in matrix in delivering um, possibility management spaces and rage club. Like, I think you're the only person here who has delivered and is delivering right now a series of rage club, like, except from Vera and Tristan and I. And this space needs your jewel as much as Tristan and I, and as much as other people's jewel, but you have walked territories that other people here have not walked. Hmm. So I saw a lot of people nodding when you were speaking right now. So we, we need this. Thank you. I, I've been feeling joy, feeling at the beginning of the call, like, oh, there are these moments where I felt I could like jump in and share and I didn't. And like so much, like, I wanna be a part of this team. And I love, I just love what you're all, what you three are doing in, in holding this, so. Thanks for saying that. And Scott, how can how can yeah. what, how can it be a signal for you when you want to speak? Like, how can you sig signal the space? How can you, whatever? How can we do this? Vera, yeah. you had an idea. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I was gonna say how how is it that you think you're not part of our team? And what, what, what permission do you require? Yeah, I mean, I think, I think part, partially like I'm wanting, uh, maybe it's a story from school, but I, like I wanna, I'm doing two things, I think, like where, where one part of me is observing as a participant and wanting to re like respect like your, your three space holding and see where you go with it basically, like learn, like where do you go with a situation like this that kind of explodes at the beginning with Lisa and kind of making no, no problem out of it. Like this is, this is what can happen and it's, and, and so that was, there were two things happening there. And I kind of, I think I actually, in a way I did feel part of the team in sort of energetically, like not jumping in because I was in my own emotional reactivity too around it a little bit. And I think I needed to let it ride out a bit before I said I jumped in. So in a way, my answer is I, I, I do feel I'm part of the team. And I hear that then we're gonna hear more of you in the space, that's what I'm hearing. Is this correct? Yes. Okay. Thank you. I'm glad about that. I have also an experiment for you, Scott, about this 
receiving this enthusiasm and in a way having an expectation or an assumption that it wouldn't be there. And sometimes I'm, I get surprised also about, God, people are really like, like they're, they're like there. Okay. And, and matching that with also um, kind of like what I did with you right now is, okay, then what's next? Oh, I have this possibility and this possibility. And like also let like appreciate the enthusiasm and where they are and, and also be this person, bring them to the next edge because, because you have that already. And so to, to just shift to the, this identity of even um, like, even if you don't really know what they're talking about, if it's a territory you've never been in, your access to possibility can give them an edge. And this is really why, you know, quote unquote, they're paying you because you can provide that. So that, that would be the experiment. Anything else from anybody else about setting context or anything? Well, maybe the balance between the personal story, like personal story that you are sharing and the general speaking, what uh, you can, how you can use anger in your life, why it works, in what fields, in what specifically, like protection, boundaries, but how people can refer to not to be too personal, but not to be too general. Somehow balance between this. Yes, this was also my take of this. Why is this person delivering? So what did touch or what did land? Why is he continuing doing this? And this personal impact or this personal, what has this done to my life in a way that I'm providing this space for another person or another or a team or people? So giving this touch, why? Cool. Okay, I think we're gonna go into what are the next video for next week. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Such a, <clears throat> a joyous experiment. Okay, uh, Vera, Tristan, or even the, the, I mean, we have, like, there would be kind of three experiments, three challenges for next week. Okay. Go ahead. Do you want to say the video or do you want me to say the video? Okay. Hi. Then one of, one of the videos, so the video is about, uh, it's a seven, maximum seven minutes video where you are going to uh, do a work talk. You're going to set the context of uh, in the start of the work talk. And the work talk theme is what your, uh, your next steps are. So what you're needing to learn. So you, you will best learn, or there's, a, there's a way that you can learn uh, by, by delivering a, a work talk, by exploring and delivering this service to other people. So your, your work talk, you, you might've, um, your video that you sent on Telegram, you received some feedback. On this context setting, you've received some feedback. There, there might be an emotional healing process and that's also next step. And so you use this, this, your edge of learning, what you need to learn as a theme for your video. So seven minutes max, 
a video of you delivering a work talk about your the thing that you need to learn about. It's a context setting. Like a work talk would be a two hour, a two hour space. And actually I wanna add an experiment that goes with that. This is, the proposal is for you to hold space. And the possibility for you to hold space is delivering a work talk, which is a two hour, which is a part of context setting and a part of exercises, taking people through exercise. Mm. This can be a two hour introduction to Rage Club. You can do this about like practicing this video that Vera was offering about an introduction to Rage Club. The offer is you can do it about anything. You can do it about anything that turns you on. And one of the offers is probably what turns you on is where your edge is. So in addition to this video, we would ask you to make a flyer with a photo, your name, when, when is the work talk and maybe like just an email or contact info. So in addition to the flyer, in addition to the video for the work talk to have a flyer that goes with it. Is any questions about that? About those two things that can go together. I, I, I'm not sure about like Vera was talking about the content that it's about something we need uh, to learn. And then Anne Chloe, you said uh, you're making a video about uh, what turns us on and what is at our edge. Is it the same or there's there is slight difference? I feel. Can I have more clarity? You get. You pick your choice. What okay. turns me when turns me on is what I need to learn. I, yes. And it's what is about this two hour thing. I, I don't understand okay. this two hour. Uh, yeah. Sorry, I make it seven minutes. <laughs> yes. Okay. Wait. Wait. Do no, not send us. Do not send us a two hour work talk. <laughs> 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 send us a seven minute video, setting the context for this work talk, and. Um, but a work talk, a whole work talk would be about one and a half hour to two hour. That's what I meant. So a work talk is not seven minutes. It's, it's a whole session. And yeah. Yeah, this is for Doris who says that she is not technically able to do a flyer. And I, I invite you to ask for possibilities that a flyer is created in this group in the telegram okay, so that a flyer for your work talk is produced. Great. And the, and the third practice I'm going to go ahead is uh, this com practicing committing to other people's commitment. Just commit to Commit to the cashier, commit to your partner, commit to somebody that you're talking online. And, and so to practice consciously committing to other people's commitment, the commitment can be five minutes. Okay, it does, it's not, I'm not talking about marrying people. Okay, people want to marry, <laughs> you have to marry them. I'm not talking about that. It can be five minutes, it can be, uh, it can be a whole day, um, but just practice doing, doing that every day. With other three things, yeah. Tristan. And, and just about the commitment exercise, please share what you found on Telegram. Yeah. Share about what you committed to and, and the results of it and what you learned. 
Yeah, that would be great. Yeah, so at least like one commitment that you committed to, so one way that you committed to another person's commitment and then what happened? Yeah, tell us what happened. Okay, I think Tristan, will you be posting those three things on Telegram by the end of your day? Yes. Cool. Yes. Cool. This is it. Yeah. Two and a half hours. Thank you. <sighs> Keep breathing. And yeah, let's be in touch in the Telegram group. And and I think we'll stick around for a few minutes more for anybody who who wants it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Uh, Anthea, I have a question and um, because you were asking me in the feedback uh, in the in the small group uh, about how uh, like the question of how can is there serving for me and I have this question around emotional healing processes I have the feeling sometimes I cannot wait until another day to do the process because it feels like it's gone and is this a box strategy or is it um because it, it doesn't feel like box strategy on certain topics yeah i would actually so, let vera answer because she had that question recently oh okay the it's there's a there's yeah, I had a, this question from another person and there's a, a way that um, uh, there's a, a, an idea that this, this is the urgency, that there's an urgency, you have to do it then. But actually, if you cannot, and it's part of um, the skill of a possibility manager to, to navigate to consciously towards your emotions. So mm -hmm. using the so to really go into not the, your mind or not the belief necessarily, sometimes it's a sentence, it's like a real, a real belief, but to really go into the, the, in, the sensation in the bodies that, that of that tension of that emotional trigger. So it is actually not um, to, to kind of break that pattern that it has to be done right now. And this kind of has to be done right now. It's a little bit of the child ego state now it's urgent give me this attention and mm -hmm. and and so you can and it's totally possible like once I even did this emotional healing process of a past life with and Chloe and it wasn't complete I couldn't complete it because I had this um, resistance to let go of revenge mm -hmm. and so I completed it about three months later Three months later, I went through the whole thing where I even died. Like I went, I could do it. And so just also believe, like uh, um, trust your body to take you there. And it's actually better because it's not your mind thinking, oh, it's fresh. I know what it is about. I know what the process is about. So just really let go of any, any ideas that you have about what the process could be about. And let's just go into your body and your body will lead you. This is... Is this what I said? I don't remember exactly what I said to you and Chloe <laughs> about it. And one more, one more thing. Oh, go ahead, Christine. I know what you mean. 
and I, I, I can I have the distinction between that and my head is not speaking or I don't have a have to in, in me. It's, it's actually more that I wait and I made the experience of asking people to hold space for emotional healing process and it's not working. Like it's, no, no one is coming. And then it's like, maybe this is connected to this not serving kind mm. of so yeah. I, I guess I'm asking for possibilities to how to. Yeah. I, and that's probably, I mean, that's probably accurate in terms of also holding, asking for people to hold space and then if it's not working straight away, being kind of wasting their time or mm. whatever and the serving thing comes back in. It is, it's like a skill also that space holders learn about navigating people to their emotion. And, uh, and at the same time, it's the client does the process. Yes. So I think you, you also maybe after this process, you'll have, it will be easier. So mm -hmm. for this process, just talk to, talk to people who just have a little bit more uh, experience with navigating, navigating people to their emotion. I mean, you know, here on this screen, I would, I would direct you towards Phyllis. Um, I heard Devin is a really great space holder in that regard. And so those are two people. Okay, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Tristan, you wanted to add something. Yeah, just um, I'll, I'll add it in. I'm not sure how relevant it is now, but it's it's about really using this list. So because when you find the emotion uh, in, in the, you know, in this rage club or in making the, um, the challenges, and, and you, that's the doorway. And you can really write them down and just mm -hmm practice using that like going in the healing process okay this is the doorway that i want to start with and going there and it's a conscious use of anger to go in the doorway mm -hmm. and start there cool. yes i want to kind of nudge carla how's it going in the carla world It's challenging. Um, I I did not give uh, feedback to anyone, and I feel sad for that. Um, it's it's not easy for me to give feedback, uh, not because uh, I I'm afraid of, of not doing well, but because I need I need time to watch the video and then start scanning it's like the feeling i have is that i i relate to 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 what the person is saying and i skip the 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 other details i know when i start reading other people's feedback i say oh yes i noticed that and i noticed that as well but it doesn't come right away for me so for me it's an exercise to read no I yeah. think her, she told me her internet was unstable. Oh, no. <clears throat> okay, my proposal that I would have for Carla is to commit to one person. Just she, she only watched one video like over and over again. Um, so I'll, I'll send her a message if she, if she doesn't come back before. 
before mm. we finish here. And hey, the, I say goodbye yeah, here. Have fun, Bye, everyone. <laughs> Thank you. See you next week. Cool. And Tatiana. Yes. Hi. Hi. Would you would you tell us how it's going? Yeah, today in the exercise, I was I was surprised that some words came out of me because I was very scared of this exercise. And yeah, and I I, I don't know if this was the thing I used some consciously I used anger to start because I got the feedback that I should use that I could use more anger than because the fear is always very high and yeah and so it seemed to be a good start like that and somehow somehow I experienced that I could talk something in front of people without being blocked immediately. I was blocked several times, so I didn't, it's, it's always like frozen, I freeze and I don't know, it's just nothing in my head anymore. And yeah, and, but I'm glad that I did the exercise. Yeah, that's, that was very good, for, uh, yeah. I don't know if you hear me, I, it's yeah. frozen. Yeah, we can hear you well, we can hear you. Okay. Yeah. And I would have a proposal to talk to both Devin and Ronja, because they're doing okay. the same experiment as you about this being blocked or like losing, kind of going into blah, blah. I mean, sort of both like this blank and losing what you're saying. And they have experiments and it can be a group where you um, like check in with each other and just say how, how the experiments are going. Yeah. Oh, great. Yeah. Thank you. That's, that's wonderful. And I would also suggest that if a sentence come up, comes up that you just write it down. Like if there's a sentence that comes up when you freeze, mm. like a judgment, like a voice straight after, just write them all down. Okay. Yeah. And I also experienced something else in, in the whole group here. I, I have this story that I don't belong here. I don't belong to the trainer path and I don't belong here because I don't feel this urge to deliver something to other people yet. And I, but I long for it because it, I feel so disconnected from life and people and everything. And I, but I experience in, in the group and here today that I'm still a part of the group and, and that they give me space in, in the exercise. I felt this, they just gave me the space to practice space holding. And, and it wasn't about if I'm good or bad or it's wonderful. So, yeah, I'm, I'm grateful that, that I, I feel that because that is, I did not feel that very often in my life mm. like that. Yes. Additionally, I noticed a lot of fear and I wonder if an emotional healing process wouldn't work around fear of, of speaking up and being seen. 
Yes, I, I already did several. It's very often about this in my processes, like having enough giving, having space, speaking up and so on. And I guess there are many layers. So yes, yes, I, I, I will arrange something. Thank you for this. Mm -hmm. In personal experience, I can tell you that uh, I also uh, most of my processes are around fear first, so it it has many layers. But you can. Mm. Okay, thank you, Tatiana. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Carla, if we still have, do you still have time because the electricity went down and the internet as well? No. Yeah. Okay. So I'll, I'm, gonna, I'll, I'm just going to go. I have okay. another call. Okay. Bye, Thank Vera. You, Vera. Bye. Bye. So I was I was saying that for me, giving feedback, it, it's not easy. And I, I realize as soon as I read other people's feedbacks that I have noticed certain things. Um, but I need I need time to to on the one hand is because I'm afraid that I, my my words do not translate what are my perceptions. And so I hesitate. And when I read other people's feedback, I say, okay, this is it. This is the way I could translate what I'm feeling. But I'm still I'm still struggling, struggling with that. It's not it's not easy for me. I take time. Um, I will I will try to do um, so, Carla, to Carla, that. Carla, Carla. Yeah. You can really just finish a sentence by saying, I need time. Yeah. And you don't have to explain yourself and you don't have to apologize for it. Yeah. We are so like school has this schedule and this pressure and this, you have to do it. And it, it, there's no, there's nothing organic. There's no organic process. And what I'm hearing you say is, this is my at this time i need this organic process to take this time mm -hmm. okay we are with you thank you yeah i would have a couple of experiments if you want to hear them i do okay one is um choose one video maybe choose the you know whatever the first video or one that you know you connect with you connected with one person just and you just watch this one and you watch it three times the whole thing three times and the first time you will have what you sort of explain this experience of being sucked into what people say mm -hmm. and the second time keep your center split your attention you might want to write this down. Okay. First time you do it normally, like you do it, like you do it, which is basically being sucked in what people say, which is, anyway, this is kind of a lot, but um, it is also a way that we've lost our ability to think critically because we go, and the advertisement do that and TV does that and the government does that. So it's fine, do it, do it, and just notice that you're doing it. Don't try to change it the first time. Okay, the first time, don't try to change it. And the second time, keep your center. And you might feel completely disconnected from the person. Keep your center. 
okay? And the third time, you keep your center again, and then you split your attention, and you put 50% of your attention on you, what's going on, what's your experience, and 50% of your attention on them. And you can even, you know, you, I'm sure you can write without looking at, at your paper. Yeah. Can you do that? So yeah. you just write your experience while you're watching this video. Mm -hmm. And that would be, yeah. Thank you. Experiment. Cool. Thank you. Yeah. The, one more thing is that I, I realize that I need really to respect my rhythm in, in, in many other things. I, I, I have this whole enthusiasm of, of uh, delivering rage clubs and the importance of this, but I have my own rhythm of, of uh, uh, integrating uh, what we all uh, receive here and, and it's, it doesn't work if I try to push myself. So thank you for your words, because I think I needed to hear them and I need to respect my rhythm and with time, I'll get where I need yeah. to be. Thank you. Thank you. I'm gonna sign off. I, I really appreciated this session. I really appreciate practicing a lot, so thank you. Cool. And, and also getting clear clarity around what I feel passionate about. So thank you. Cool. Yeah. Thank you, Phyllis. Thank you, Phyllis. See you next week. Yeah. Question of who has realized Dory, just wait a second. Bouquet was talking and it seems like her microphone is not working. Oh, okay. No? Okay. Doris, Dory, sorry. Yeah, I was uh, realizing in the last exercise how much still that nice girl and smiling thing and that I have like, um, that I don't like the aggression or the anger, for example, yeah, in others. And it feels like connected still with my mother thing, that dominant and, and I had a long training about that. So it's, it's really, it feels like a boxing, how to get rid of that or how, yeah, I was not so aware about the feedback. I was more aware now that mm. they're going on so deeply in talking. Thank you. One idea that comes to me when you say that is deliver a space about rage with and in, in, include that fear. So you will have people who will come who are facing the same, uh, you know, who are like sensitive really to this like sharpness or loud sound or um, screams or, and so that you you are you can hold space for other people where they are where you are and and for me that has been such a for example fear club like i didn't want to do fear club i was like i'm so scared i don't know anything about fear and 
it, it was like, it was a, a learning journey, the, the, every fear club that I, I did. And, but I didn't really know about fear, but I know that I can hold space. And that's really, it's not about, I feel confident in my anger, I'm like clear or whatever. It's about the ability to hold space for a discovery journey, wherever you are, because there are other people who are exactly also where you are. And they need, they can't, they cannot come to my space or Vera's space or even Tristan's space because it's too much, it's too fast. But they can come to your space and be healed where they are. And what a service, what a service to offer. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I, uh, I was aware about that comparison and I had an emotional healing process about how much I, I'm comparing myself with others and then I try to be there or learn from them and do that. And right now it's a, a strong calling, discover my own stuff and there's so much and... Do you know Yule Hutzler? Yule. Yeah. Susan, yeah. no? Susan is daughter, Yule Hutzler. Ah, no, she has I, a daughter. Ah, and okay. she has just been really through this process for the past year. And she did the Rage Cup Space Holder training. And that was her revelation about I'm holding my own spaces. I don't need to do it and Chloe's way, Vera's way, whoever's way. And so you might want to talk to her just being on that journey because it's really beautiful the way she's found herself, really found herself. So let me know and I'll send you her, her contact info. Thank you. Okay. I need to go. Uh, do you need another? Do you want to connect with us in during the week, Bouquet? For that, okay. Just just reach out to one of us, and we'll figure out details. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Thank you very much. Please take care of yourself. Take your time. Drink water. Rest, and we'll see you soon. Thank you. Bye. See you. Bye. Thank you. Thank you.